What's going on, everybody? This is James Grandmaster Facts Boys, and you're here for another episode of the Facts Project. Today, special guest, live in the whip, traveling the highways. <laughs> but you you can even see it by his his name, award-winning Lyle. We got Lyle, uh, Lyle Rickbold here with us, basically here to talk about not only Watchmen 1, Watchmen 2. He's here, basically here from the concrete universe, whipping the vehicle. Happy to be here, brother. Yeah. Happy to be here too. Been two years. Hey, look, look, man, you've been counting down. Now, no, yeah. <laughs> I, first, I'll tell you how we went about it. I've been, of course, I just do my my regular postings and everything of of what right. we're going to do as far as the facts project is concerned. And he would always be in the comments. When when, when I got to get back <laughs> on the show? <laughs> Word up. Yep. So, so that's the thing. The last time that we spoke, it was an IG live session uh two years ago and we were talking about issue one and matter of fact i think you you just right. had the kickstarter live and we were just talking about that yeah i only had the kickstarter yeah because then i had to we had to, i think we had the joint one with um impound comics mm-hmm. yeah man yeah. so no i mean i've seen it from the from the get-go i do have issue one and issue two I, yeah. i'm pretty sure that there's the plans of, I know Alonzo has a lot of work going on as far as like the anthologies going. He's talking about doing short stories. He's talking about doing long format. He's trying to get yep. different characters here and there. Yep. Cause we all got like a million characters. Yeah. You know, I, I, I believe. I got stuff being introduced. As well. And, and we're yeah. we, we going to get to that. Yeah. So <laughs> when we first talked, um, and no, this was, of course, before issue one of The Watchmen came out. It was right. more so um, bringing up the fact that you were introducing a street-level character finally to the Concrete universe. Yes. Uh, every, everything that Concrete had done up to that point was pretty much OP. You know? Exactly. With, a, with Absolver, it kind of went into the, the underworld and everything. You had Odina, who had, of course... Yeah a very high super, you know, power scale. And then you, you had Acolyte, which was on the cosmic level. And then right. here comes you be like, okay, somebody got to handle the streets. Someone has to do it. Somebody got tired of overpowered people. Ah, okay. And look, there's nothing wrong with that because there's certain authors in a lot of comics that says, yo, I can't even write that shit. Right. So it's like, it's like, oh, I lucky I want to do one like, mm -hmm. like I want to do like you know like a big like super powered type character one day, mm -hmm. but I'll be loving like street cat. I love like street characters so much. Like just like um, let's say let's say I have a character and he's probably like on like I have a character I have a character that's bit that's basically gonna be introduced. And he's kind of like on the level of like he's like my he's like my universe's version of mm -hmm. Spider Man. Like he's not a bug persona, but he's like my Spider Man. Okay. In the universe, like he's like my Spider Man. Like he's not like like you wouldn't call Spider Man overpowered. Like mm -hmm. you wouldn't call him like a. To me, he's street. <laughs> he ain't gonna save the world bombs. He's like you ain't gonna see like Superman will literally like. Stop like a planet from crashing in the earth. Okay, he see Spider Man stopping a planet. Right, he doesn't have cosmic like, threats. Right, like you wouldn't see like a invade him stopping an invasion by himself. You know, right? Like, he he do a little team up. You know, like you would see the Flash. Like that's why I think they're two different. Like you would see mm -hmm. the Flash. 
sure the Flash would stop like a big threat like that, but you really wouldn't see Spider Man doing that. Like, right. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because there there can right. be a lot of people that might think, okay, but Spider Man has OP qualities. But yeah, if Galactus yeah, quality, is coming, but he's not. Yeah, if Galactus is coming, Spider Man ain't being like I'm first. <laughs> exactly, he getting his ass beat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he couldn't fight. Um, he couldn't fight. Um, he wasn't fighting Thanos by himself. He was in a whole group. Yeah, absolutely, he need he need a whole yeah. gang to get up on it. They had to jump him. Literally, so <laughs> like I got a character like that coming, but I want I want to do like a character where like he could be like like he could just save the city, like a whole city or a whole like two cities at a time by himself, like gotcha. uh, uh, Wonder Woman or like a super Superman type, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, because first of all, at first Watchmen wasn't Watchmen wasn't even my first. Uh, character that I created. He was the was he the second? He was the second one I created. I have the character. I never mm. even introduced him yet before I watched him. Like he's a superpower character. Like not okay. like enhanced, but I never introduced him yet. I never even wrote for him yet. So would you say <laughs> I just like, had the character made? So Watchmen was generally gonna be the one that was gonna get put out first because you felt like it was more of an attachment to you to put it out. Yeah. Got you. I felt like that was like the Watchmen. I felt like that one just that one just resonated with me more. And it was like, I don't know, that story came to me like the storyline and everything came to me e- easier. Like I had the other character I'm over there trying to run. Like, uh, let me just write what I know. <laughs> right, right, right. Since I grew up, I grew up liking, you know, I grew up liking like the vigilante and street characters more. So I think that's why I can write it. I can write it easier. So, so who who stands? I can out? write a superpower character, but huh. this is that one came easier and it was faster for me to put it out. Mm. Now now who stands out to you? What is it? Daredevil, Punisher, who? Uh honestly, I grew like I said, I grew up like in Dick Grayson. So oh, like okay. Robin, so Nightwing. You know, it was like Robin growing up, Nightwing, Daredevil, of course. And that's why my character is a, my character literally is like a mix of all my character is literally a mix of all the characters that I like growing up. Like my character is literally Nightwing, Daredevil, Wolverine, and Captain America and Black Panther all in one. Right. Now see, I, I figured that. Yeah. Now like, those are all the characters that I like growing up. All low-key street level two. All low-key like street level characters. So you kind of stayed yeah. on the same playing field. That's fine. Yeah. Now, when we get into it. Issue one passes. Right. Your introduction to concrete. All of a sudden you get nominated for these Glyph Awards. That's exactly. why now you now you got now you got this little award winning pile <laughs> up here. You gotta so, let people know. <laughs> now, no, without without any type of like hoopla and everything, were you surprised? Honest the so when I won the first award, yes, because when I won the first war, it wasn't for issue one. It was for my mini issue. Right. The free issue that we put out to tease and to get people, you know, aware of the watch. It was for like, it was like, what, a nine? I think it was like a nine page. I literally wrote that in a day. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to win nothing. I just like, I literally scribbled that because Alonzo told me, he was like, he was like, just write something so we can get your character out there. We can get it pumped for the uh, kickstart and everything. So I just scribbled something. It was made in, it was literally probably made in like a week or two. Mm. 
like the production was literally made in like a week. So and then we put so that one there, shocked you. That yeah, that shocked me because I was like, oh, I was like, all right, I was like that's cool because issue one couldn't even be nominated because at the time for the Glyph Awards you had to have the book out already. Mm. But it wasn't out yet. So issue one was never nominated for anything because I never was able to submit it for right. any award. But I was able to submit my mini issue because that was already out. It was a free digital copy. And that's how I won the uh, web comic uh, Glyph Award for that one. But yeah, that one definitely shocked me. I was like, oh, was like, well, guess they like it. <laughs> yeah. So th- So basically by then, like pretty much after that, you know, issue one does drop. Yeah. Uh, I believe you had one of the the highest Kickstarter goals exactly. of yep. all of Concrete. Yep, fastest but, funded, and the fastest funded. It was the fastest funded before I even woke up. That's the crazy part. I didn't even know it launched. Mm. Yeah, I was asleep. I woke up to like a bunch of tech. Then I woke up to a lot of saying, "Oh." You're funded already in 45 minutes. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, man, I forgot it was even dropping today. Mm-hmm. I was literally knocked out. <laughs> Didn't even know it was funded. Then they told me that it was already done. I was like, well. Right. At that point, I was just chilling. I wasn't even looking at the rest of the funding going up. I ain't care no more. I was like, well, it's funded already. So so does that prove to say that you made the right decision joining Concrete and basically have them publish the comic? Yes, because... <laughs> I had a Kickstarter failure before I even joined comic. Like I said, I said like I had one character out already, but by the time that I was, uh, by that time I had a third character. I still got him. I just hate the design so much. <laughs> like I hate the design because it resembles like it resembles like X Men for some reason. It was, I don't know. It was the way it was run. Like he looks like he could be X Men, but he's not an X Men. Just right. the way it came out. And um, mm. I made a Kickstarter for this character. Okay. By myself, though. And it was a terrible Kickstarter. I did not know what I was doing. It was a terrible... Like, I had no... I had nothing out for it. I literally just had one picture. And I just, like, wrote a bunch of stuff on the inside. I had some sketches of the design. That was it. And it went nowhere. I was like, all right. So I quickly deleted the Kickstarter after I realized oh, that God. it was a failure. I think I had like a one dollar pledge, <laughs> so I like quickly deleted it. I was like, "This is terrible." Like, why was I? I was like, "What am I doing?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's crazy." So like, I stopped. I stopped that, and then that's when you know I started like looking for people. I'm like, "Okay, who can help me make a comic?" I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I ain't gonna know how to ship the stuff out, even if that Kickstarter was successful. People weren't gonna get their books. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I wasn't gonna know what to do. I was about to take some people money and run. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, that's when you know I found Alonzo and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't even like I said before. I always tell people I wasn't signing with them. I was just gonna use them to get my book made, mail me a bunch of copies, and I was gonna just send it out. I wasn't gonna like sign. I thought I just needed help with like <laughs> finding people to make the book and a printer. I was not gonna like join Concrete, but he kept begging. You know, I was like, "No, we need the Watchmen in our universe. We need him. It's a great character. I love the story." I was like, "All right, I'll come save Concrete." Once I joined, <laughs> Concrete went up. I'm just saying, statistically speaking, once the Watchmen joined, Concrete went up. Oh so man, saying, 
the, you about to, you about to say that you're responsible for the diamond distribution deal. <laughs> they didn't get it until I came. I'm just saying. <laughs> they did not get it until I came. And now we got like a roster of like concrete like creators like it's like a 30 of them at this point. It's annoying first of all, but it's like, like we all cool now, but it's like come on now. I was supposed to be it. Um, Y'all weren't supposed to get anybody else. Now we got like 50 people behind me. And like, I'm not the only street character there now. Word, because I was about to say two years ago, you were the new cat. I was, yeah, the only one. I was supposed to be it. I gave them all this publicity. Oh my God. Now they all want to join up, you know? (laughs) Put concrete on my back. What can I say? We're going up. And it's because of me, and I'm going to stick to it. Damn. All right. So, to get into this, this is Watchmen 2 right here. All right, so briefly, if you can, um, for anybody that has never never read the Watchmen before, a brief synopsis on the character itself and the story. Okay. Every time I do a synopsis, I feel like I end up spoiling the whole story. No, 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 no. Who is he? Okay. Uh, Okay, so basically, the Watchman is the greatest character to ever live. You know, even in the mainstream characters, basically. So the Watchman, he's this young cat. He grew up. He's a basically he's a he's an Air Force veteran who grew up in the foster system because he didn't know his father when he grew up. But when he was out making trouble with his friends, uh, the neighborhood vigilante saw him and took him under his wing, especially when he noticed that that was his son. He's been watching him the whole time. Right. So he saw him getting in trouble. He wanted to keep him on a straight and narrow path. So he took him under his wing. He started training him, but the Watchmen never, but Tevin never became a vigilante until his father was murdered. Mm. He came back. Uh, so he came back. He came back from his his service and then came back to his father being murdered. And then he took up his father's mantle as becoming a Watchman of the city. So now. He goes around trying to figure out what happened to his what happened to his dad, but along the way he has to stop all these threats that come out of nowhere. Right. Especially the new threat came at the end of issue one, which the new threat was surprise, surprise, you got a brother. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a whole brother you never even knew about, so you didn't even know your dad was like that in the streets. Right. Now he got a whole other son, an older brother at that. You thought you was the only child. Now he Pretty got much. an older brother, an older and an older brother wants what he got. The older brother. Wants to control the city. He wanted to be the heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. But, so basically, you got two brothers fighting over the same man. Yes. Now, there's there's certain, of course, uh, things that are like fitting throughout this whole thing. One happens to be his sidekick Christian, and the yeah. end of uh, what what issue issue two, he ends up issue two. He ends up getting his ass whooped. Damn near Merc. We don't even know if he's gonna make it to issue three. You know, uh, you have you got mist running around. Right. Basically, all types of questions questions are being arise because they keep up storming up in people's houses. Exactly. And then you got Monty Lamont Ross, who signed up for a medical trial. And this is basically why Christian got his ass beat. Exactly. Because because it was digging and digging and digging, <laughs> and then pretty much out of nowhere, Christian looked up some shit he wasn't supposed to be looking at, 
and get snatched yep. out of the window like Rico <laughs> did one of Calvin's boys and paid in full. Yep. <laughs> so when we're when we're looking about this, Tevin has this whole thing in his head that he got some serum and all of a sudden he he feels he feels like he don't feel no pain. He can go through multiple amounts of punishment. He's he's not going to get injured. He's pretty much invincible at this point. And he, he owe he feels like he owes his father at this point. You know, I got so I got to so live pause, up to him. Pause real quick on the serum part. Mm-hmm. That's low key. I get in there. That's low key the misconception with Tevin. Tevin technically never got the serum. Right. I get that part. But that's he's talking about it. But other people get confused. He has to talk about it because that's the only way to explain. That's literally the only way to explain his powers, though. But for him to explain where he get his ability from. But Tevin was born with it. He has a serum. He just didn't take it like everyone else. So he, he just got born. it by genetics. Yeah, he was born with it. Mm. Since his daddy, you know, was doing drugs, mm. you know, <laughs> got in the system once, you know. He got a lady pregnant, you know, it got in his system, I'm, which was the main downfall of his mother. Uh, That's it. She couldn't handle that super, you know, <laughs> she couldn't handle it. She oh ended up Lord. passing away, you know. Well, well, but, well, it turns out his daddy was literally gallivanting throughout the entire goddamn town because he was doing all types of shit. Exactly. So in that case, yeah, so he got his powers. Basically, he's just born with it, but it never manifested yet until puberty. He didn't like, like, like it's, gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be told when he started like realizing his powers. It's gonna be told like that's coming up. It's gonna be like a little flash. What you call it? A flash forward, flashback, right? Whichever one you call it. But yeah, it's gonna be told in issue three when he started um, manifesting his abilities. Mm. So he almost got but, it like was like almost at the same point like a mutant. Mutant usually gets Basically. their powers heightened at, after like puberty when they hit adolescence. Yeah. Because mm. then that was a whole new, another big problem. Another big problem that occurred with his pops. Like that was a big fallout because, you know, oh, he got his abilities, but he wanted to do something about it, but his dad won't let him. Mm. Now, so necessarily. Yeah, you got now. Now, my thing is this. After all this, and pretty much after issue one, you realize how, I mean, he's he's a vigilante at this point. He's running around right. the city doing what he does. Christian, who is an unsuspected ass dude, decides to link up and join <laughs> join with homeboy, and knowing that he gonna get into some shit. Why? Okay, so then you gotta let me explain. You gotta let me explain that part. So. And that's another, this is, so this is another thing that be ticking me off about certain people that read my book and don't appreciate the genius of my award-winning writing. <laughs> they be like, oh, it's structured weird. Blah, blah, blah. It's not structured weird. It's structured that way for a reason because mm-hmm. I got to fill in the holes. I'm not going to write a timeline type of story. I don't write that way. Right. It, it all makes sense, but my storytelling is like, it's going to be, it's going to be like flashbacks and everything that explain like the little plot holes that like everything will fall into place basically. 
Mm. It's going to fall into place. It's going to make sense. But Christian, they were friends already. I figured that. They grew up together. Christian was like the only non-POZ in the neighborhood. He grew up with Tevin. He he was one of them? (laughs) Yeah, he was one of them. He grew up with him. So he grows up with him and everything. So that's how they met, and that's gonna that's gonna be told. Like, cause I have a um, along with issue three being made, I have a um, I have a mini issue being made right now, which literally fills and holds like Tevin's friends. It even like the mini issue is gonna detail like how Christian even found out, because mm. okay. he ain't know at first either. So like, it wasn't just so like people Tevin. gonna be confused. No, people and people are gonna be confused in a minute issue because he got the old costume in there. Uh, exactly. Okay. So and people are gonna have something to say about that too. I'm like, it wasn't supposed to make sense. It's not supposed to go in order. It ain't right. gonna go in order until I get a TV series. It'll go in order that way, but it's just a book. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gotta be in order. Right. It all makes sense. Everything else is gonna be in order. But like certain like people that pop up, they're gonna pop up and then they backstory gets told. In the next series, basically. Mm. Now, now that's the mysterious. The of it. Yeah. <laughs> now the mysterious bell that basically is coming around and gets mm-hmm. into that. That had to be one of the in a comic book. It was one of those points where somebody just basically is getting their ass whooped but being talked to in a conversation at the same time. Right. So <laughs> and, and like he throws a spear through homeboy's leg. And then decides mm. to sit down and have a chat. Yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. I thought I saw that. I laughed. You know, that's like funny. Like, it's like, bro, you just gonna do this and then sit down and try to talk to me calmly? No. Right. <laughs> but the thing is that he knew it wasn't gonna, he knew that wasn't gonna affect him. They basically, they're the same. They're the same and not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, they got some of the same abilities. But no, like, he's, People got to realize, people are going to realize this man, Vail, been stalking this man for a long time. Right. <laughs> like, he's he's been seeing him. Like, he knows, like, he's been seeing this man. Like, he knows how he works. He knows what can affect him. You know what can. Just like um, when he played the Sonic emitter, he knew that was going to hurt his ears. Right. Like, he knows that he has super hearing. So, obviously, a loud, high-pitched sound is going to affect him. He mm. knew that already. People got to learn that. So necessarily, how long would you say Vel has been watching Tevin? I would say for about a year. Mm-hmm. Just about a year just getting intel on him. Because he can't just run up on a guy. You don't know what he's capable of. Right. He's like, you know, y'all, you know, y'all related. You know, y'all both got the serum in your blood, but you don't know, you know, you don't know what you can do. Like, you're just going to run up on a random person and think, you know, I'm about to beat this man and get beat up. <laughs> you ain't about to do that. I mean, I'm not about to do that. So, uh, if that's no. what y'all want to do, cool. But, nah, I need to do my recon, you know. You got to do your recon on the person first. Hmm. And then you got to go at it. <laughs> now, necessarily, what, I mean, if if you can reveal anything, what questions about the serum do we not know? At even as to y'all how know, it was even made. Th- that's the main thing. Y'all don't know. People are going to want... What's going to be revealed in the first arc is where the serum came from, who's behind the serum, mm-hmm. why the serum was even made. 
and it all connects. Like it legit all connects. Like him being in the military, it connects to that. Mm-hmm. Connects to his father's past, his father's friends that are gonna like pop up. It connects to Vigilant. Is it going to connect to why Lamont basically is signing up for medical trials to get this shit happening? Yeah, it, it, it connects to that. And the crazy part, that's the character that I was saying about. He's, Lamont's going to be a pivotal role in the Watchmen universe. Mm. Lamont nah. is my special character. He's, my, he's one of my favorite characters. Okay. Because Lamont is me. <laughs> so this is the, this pretty much... Um, at the end of issue two, of course, mm-hmm. it's that ultimate cliffhanger because you know he's basically um, Bell is basically revealing himself to Tevin, letting him know exactly right, who he is, and basically, yeah, I'm your brother. And you know what? People ain't like that, and I ain't like that. People didn't like that that much. What they they their <laughs> brothers? No, they didn't like how basically like so they didn't like how I revealed it. Hmm. Like, how, how like, they revealed that they were brothers? Hmm. Exactly. It was like, no, you could have. They over here trying to tell me how to write. Like, oh, you could have kept the plot hole. It was like, oh, that, they like, you didn't have to reveal it right then and there. Don't uh-huh. tell me when to reveal something <laughs> that yeah. I'm writing. Well, then, then they, like, that, um, there's always that question, like, what is he supposed to do with that information? Exactly. I'm like, y'all looking at. Y'all looking at one aspect of it. Y'all not looking at the whole picture. Okay, cool. He was like, oh, we brothers. Okay, but now, like, now what? What do we do about it? Y'all not thinking about that? Yeah. Like, this man, Tevin Ted, is messed up right now. Yeah. Now, you got to think about it. He just <laughs> found out, first of all, he just found out his dad died, okay? <laughs> he found out his dad died. Now he got all these things happening in the city. Mm-hmm. His friend, his friend just got brutally stabbed through the abdomen. And the person who stabbed him through the abdomen is his brother. Right. Kick it off. When did he have a brother? Like, he's confused right now. Like, how's he supposed to feel about this? Uh-huh. Like, people are not taking that into account. Like, they're worried about the one thing. Oh, you could have left that. Like, that could have been built on. You could have left that as a cliffhanger. Don't tell me how many cliffhangers I need. Right. So so right. at at this point, he has a familiar connection because he just found out right. he got a brother. The only person exactly. that he felt quote close to, Christian, just got just I ain't gonna say exactly. he got murked. I ain't gonna say he got murked, but just literally got <laughs> brutally injured by brutally. So it's almost exactly. like he and even he got brutally injured. So it's like it's almost a yeah. they're at odds. He gonna get left up there on that roof. Right. And pretty much he has to at some point in time tend to Christian. Exactly. So when we get to issue, but that's three, why the that's why the ambulance, that's why he told them to call the ambulance. Right. And that's why they came. He good. Like Christian, he didn't take him care of all right. But that's where <laughs> issue three picks up. Because mm. I'm about to say so in issue have- three, pretty much Vel still Vel still on the run. And we still haven't gotten an introduction into Lamont. Okay, Bell ain't trust me. Bell ain't on the run. <laughs> he ain't running. He ain't dodging nothing. Oh, let's just say he's out of the picture then. Yeah, he's out of the picture. Hey, he gonna 
Like, so, and then issue three, he's going to be there, but he's not going to be a big part. Mm. Like, he's going to have a little sabbatical in right. issue three. Because another threat arises in issue three as well. Oh, okay. So, Kevin got all this stuff to deal with, okay? Yeah. Kevin got all this stuff to deal with. I can tell you there will be Easter eggs in issue three that deal with Maybe deals with another character in Concrete Comics. Ah, see, and I, I was I was gonna pose that question, but I was gonna wait. <laughs> yep. But yeah, y'all might y'all might see a collab forming soon. You know. What, what was this your suggestion, or was this Lonzo's? What are you saying was it Lonzo? Was it was it Lonzo's was suggestion, it, was it, or was it, 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 it your suggestion to do that? Nah, it was, none of this have even to do with Lonzo. <laughs> Lonzo ain't got nothing to do with this. Now nah, um, he was made aware of it, right? Like he knows about it and everything, but no, it's not his suggestion. He thought because at first it was a, um, it literally just happened. Mm. Like it just popped up. The opportunity presented itself, and I'm like, Kaloki fit that in there, you know? Because could squeeze that in there right it's like like cause it, it, it it fits and it makes it uh it fits and it, it fits in the story it fits in a plot hole it just makes sense okay and people like we had a question before like oh who's gonna do collabs and everything right they're right. like oh collabs when are you gonna do the collabs and then people are like no we you guys should have like a couple issues out before you do the class, get it. Stop telling us how to do our job, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I don't want to collab after one issue. I'm gonna collab after one issue. Why not put two other characters together? Like you don't need ten issues to just collab with another character, you know? Mm. Like that's what ticked me off about like the so-called, you know, some of the so-called supporters. They think they know more than you. When it works, I don't want to hear nothing. Right. I don't want to let them win at work. Y'all ain't going to be saying none of this stuff. Y'all you know what? Even <laughs> though that messes y'all up and y'all, t- you have fans like that. The fact that they're so yeah. enthralled in the fucking story to where they want to change yeah. what you're writing. Exactly. <laughs> y'all, y'all got it's some like, fans, Just admit yo. you love it. Yeah. It's like, just admit you love it. Like, you love it. It's that one guy who told me, one guy, I call him a hater though, but one guy told me, uh, one guy told me he was like, um, he said he was, he said he could write it more structurally sound than I wrote it, and I'm like, can you now? Like, can't you? I'm like, you can't write it more structurally sound because, first of all, the Watchmen came from my head. You would have never thought about it, right? You ain't gonna write nothing more structurally. I'm like, and it's not made to be structured in a certain way. Mm-hmm. It jumps around for a reason. I don't want a story that just goes like. A B C D. No, it's true. And that's what we, we had to. Yeah, because we didn't do it that way. It's messed when up. I first made it. Exactly, and that's what we discussed when I was making it in the first place. They were like, "Oh, they're like you have like the editor of my issue one was like, oh, you have a lot of um, like you're doing it like the flashback." Where I was like, "Yeah, like that's how I'm writing. Like that's that's how I want my story." I hate when people try to tell me how to write my story like i'm writing it my way for a reason it's mine Mm -hmm. 
if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. And obviously, people like it. So, so, so you, but you, I'm, but I'm doing work. You got a problem with editing? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, Cause it's like, why am I paying you to edit my stuff? I'm sorry, I don't get it. I don't feel like I need to pay someone to edit my stuff. Oh man. <laughs> like, it's like, no, it's like this. Like, I wrote it this way. Why am I getting it changed? Mm -hmm. It's like, the only thing you need to edit, if I want an editor, I'll click the ABC check mark. It can edit my punctuation and spelling. You, what you going to get, <laughs> Grammarly? <laughs> yeah. That's all I need. Like, don't be trying to edit my stuff. No. Can't uh, I don't even think, but. Yeah, issue two. I don't even think that was edited. I stopped that. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I was about no, you're not no, you're not changing how if I wrote it, I want it there. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> if I wrote it, it's there for a reason. Now and it's at gonna the, stay there. At the end of issue two, you had like a two page snippet and <clears throat> it's a whole different story altogether. Um, it may be within the same universe. It may not be based on a organization called Vigilant. What's that Correct. about? Okay. Okay. So, you still here? Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, Vigilant is. So, like I said, with Vigilant, it might be going two different ways. Okay. Uh huh. Christian, and it'll be made more known. Christian owns Vigilant. Oh, Chevin's his partner in Vigilant. Vigilant is essentially a tech company, like high tech stuff, like high tech weapons, software, equipment, right? Yeah. He made Vigilant. It helps. And Vigilant is also it like they're in, they're innovative in technology, so like they help. Some of the um some of the software helps the watchmen, you know, be able to track crime around the city and everything, help people report crime. It's like an app that's gonna be involved and it's called like the neighborhood watch. Mm. Okay. So people can report crime that way. But Vigilant is also from where Tevin takes his part in Vigilant, it's also a it's also a like private security firm, basically as well. Like they provide high end security. To like areas and companies that don't want police protection like they'll step in and do what the police can't because the police can't be everywhere but they can right and that's where and that's where that's where the girl comes in like her sister is one of the main detectives in the story but she right. don't want to be a cop she want to work with vigilant mm. right 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 so that's, she's going to join up with vigilant the, the the detective's name is yvette and the yeah, and the, the the girl who's basically not joining the force, her little sister is joining Vigilant. Exactly, she's right. joining Vigilant, and she eventually will play a big part in the universe as well. Got it. Yeah, but then also Vigilant. Eventually, it's gonna be its own little. It's gonna have its own little like team. Like, so, they're, so they're pretty much shield, like in Marvel, basically. Yes, like its own shield. Yeah, but it's gonna be derived of like they're all part of Vision. You know, that's gonna be like they cover up. But Vision is like 
it's what the name says. It's gonna be straight vigilantes. Mm, okay. Ah. So he low key building his own team within the team. So outside of this, you got Watchmen three. You got right. a, a mysterious crossover from another concrete character that's going to join up pretty soon. Right. And then you have an organizational team up based off of this universe. Right. And yeah. All right. You got a lot to work on, brother. I know. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. A lot. Hey, hey, look, I say it like this. Um, the fact that you've had two issues in the, in the first, uh, the first watch and right. had the ability to do this in this certain manner. Is is definitely boded well for you. Now, yeah. with the how the universe is pretty much breaking off, and how you how you going to get that going? I mean, mm -hmm. everybody gonna see it. It's gonna work. Yeah. So I've, I, my thing is like, is there is there like a five year plan for like Watchmen? What you going to do so far? Anything? Mm, see, I don't plan it, so okay. I don't have like a projected like uh, timeline. Mm -hmm. It's just gonna all come together. Me, I'm looking trying to do something different. Like, I'm trying to put out as much material as I can in a short amount of time. If mm -hmm. I, if it allows me, you know, financially, of course. Right, right, you right. So, as much material as I can put out, I'm going to put out with different sources. Then I also have plans to do other things besides, you know, the Watchmen. That, well, bro. I, I wish you the best in doing this, man. It, it was good talking to you about this. Appreciate it. No doubt, man. So I'll be, and I'll I'll be back. Yes, you will. <laughs> Heard. So yep. for for James Grandmaster Facts voice, that's Lyle Ringo. And we sure. are out.